2: Simpler communications.
0: I mean, Cincinnati being ranked above Ohio State. Can you imagine? Oh, I bet
2: fucking Ohio State fans are seething.
0: Yeah, and really. you know they're just I like, would well, just... Well, we would beat you if we played. It's just bullshit. Like you're in a, you have a shitty set schedule. You know, Ohio State fans are just like rattling off the excuses in yeah, their head. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Cincy fans are probably just like, what are you gonna do? Go at us. Go <laughs> at us. What are you? What are, the fuck
2: are you gonna
0: do Yeah. About? Big Ten doesn't want us. We'll go to the Big Twelve, I guess. Yeah. Which by the way, just gonna point this out. I here here's a wild take. I think the Big Twelve, they they mentioned that they might expand to two more teams. Um I, it's probably unlikely, but trying to steal away Louisville from the ACC. Hmm. They've kind of been dog shit since they joined the conference. Like, they were good for the first few years, but I think that was kind of residual from, like, being in the Big East and then the American. And ever since then, they've just gone really downhill. And now that Cincinnati and West Virginia are in the Big 12, Louisville would be a sweet fit to, like, kind of have all three of those schools playing each other.
3: It would also make more – it would make sense for the Big 12 because – for the longest time, West Virginia, which is in the middle just of nowhere. Just shouldn't be there,
0: honestly. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'll be the first to be that. Do you, so switch,
2: do you switch Louisville and uh, and West Virginia?
0: What do you mean? Throw West Virginia in the ACC? Yeah. No. I think, I think I, you'd have to keep both to make it kind of make
3: sense. I think okay. they
0: should be in the same conference. Okay. Just curious. I'd love I, to see I, Louisville and West Virginia in the same conference because they're both competitive in basketball and football. Uh, They'd make a great rivalry. Um, And then I think Cincinnati thrown in the mix. Cause it's all kind of right there. Yeah. It'd be really fun. I, I
3: blame, I blame Louisville sucking on Papa John being racist.
0: Right. <laughs> I, I think that's the easiest one to go to, but at the same time, I don't know, man. Did they... Also
3: Bobby Petrito kind of sucks.
0: Yeah. I know. I guess they're, they could get their Florida pipeline back a little bit. I mean, cause I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the problem is. I know the pipeline to Florida is their big recruiting uh recruiting tools so i don't know
2: if have you, any of you guys ever been to morgantown
0: no i haven't i'd love to go dude it seems like i it'd be see, cool.
2: i see snap stories and like you know videos of like uh, of their fans and everything like especially the students they seem like they throw absolute ragers
0: right well, isn't it just a school to go party to? Like, that's, like, yeah, pretty, I mean, you pretty go much there much to party.
2: It is, but it but it looks like a fuck ton of fun.
0: Right. Yeah, I would love to go there. Honestly, I'm moving to South Carolina. uh, really? West Virginia, Big 12, Houston game. That would be a great opportunity to drive up there and go to a game and probably get shit thrown at me because I'm wearing Houston. Hey, guys,
3: be- belly up sponsor tailgate next season? <gasps> <gasps> mm.
0: Where at? That's not too far for me. Morgantown. In Morgantown? Yeah. What, what game? Houston. Houston, Houston uh, yeah. no, we do not season. Yeah, we play in 2023. No. This is like a long yeah. term. Yeah. Um, I fucking, which I hate. Like, just Oklahoma and Texas leave, pay the Big 12 an exit fee, and let's get the new schools in. Like, let's just change everything. Well, I fucking hate the fact that we have to wait until 2023 to see these changes. Oh, but, guys. Did you it's just September fart? 3rd? Pit. Oh, no, no, that's too much because I guarantee that that will be sold out. It's going to be fucking. I would yeah, honestly, if I'm going to that town, I think I'd rather see a school that they don't care as much about. Like, so you could still get a ticket and like enjoy the tailgate rivalry games. If you're not part of it, that's like a whole nother beast. I don't really want to mess with That's true. Kansas? No, that's too shitty. Now you you went the opposite way. Well, West Virginia is also shitty. TCU? Yeah, maybe TCU. TCU, Baylor, Oklahoma State. I think any of those. Texas Tech. Anything like that. Oklahoma State's in Oklahoma. Okay. Anything like that. The middle tier, the middle chunk of that Big 12, I think would be fun. TCU could be fun. TCU, Baylor, and Oklahoma. They have – their schedule's weird. West Virginia's? Yeah. Hmm.
3: I'm looking at – they have Pitt in Pittsburgh – September third, September seventeenth. Towson in Morgantown, Virginia Tech in Blacksburg. Then you have Kansas, TCU, Baylor, Kansas State, Oklahoma, all in Morgantown. Wow! But then you have to go to Lubbock for Texas Tech, Oklahoma, Stillwater for OK State, Ames uh-huh. for Iowa State, and then Austin. That's a lot for of Texas. cowboy towns right there. Like it, it's so weird. Yeah, though. I, I feel harder. like most most teams like their conferences don't break out. Where like their conference games are. Block at home,
0: block away, 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 away. Yeah, home, home, home. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's weird. And Virginia like, Tech—that's a rivalry for them, right? Yes, I think Pitt and Virginia Tech are like their rivals. If I'm not mistaken, yeah. I could be uh, wrong. I don't live in that part of the country. I know
3: Pitt is a rival. I know that.
0: I think Virginia Tech was a rivalry that they're trying to respark, and I think they—they just recently added them back to the schedule. Like it was uh, an old rivalry, I believe. What
3: was uh What was the game at our racetrack a couple years ago? At Bristol, was that no? That was Virginia, Virginia Tech. Tech
0: Tennessee is at Bristol. That makes more sense considering it's like on the border. Exactly, it's right on the border, and it's literally a town on the border of Tennessee and Virginia, so it makes perfect sense, really. Yeah, I mean, I I know that very well. Whenever I was driving to Alabama,
3: we'd always stop in Bristol.
0: Oh, really yeah that's fucking random you had to drive through the mountains yeah Mm. it was
3: weird like that that just happened to be where we stopped like out of the there and back like yeah there's not much
0: in bristol um out of the
3: seven drives i did because i flew down my freshman year because i had to buy most of the stuff down there but every like six out of the seven or five out of seven times we just stopped in bristol
0: yeah not much there uh johnson city outside outside bristol has some stuff but yeah it's not like a walmart
3: <laughs> i remember once we were also concerned because there might have been a race the weekend we had to stop there but it oh, luckily yeah. it worked out to be the weekend
0: after yeah that town's shut down for the race yeah so. so
1: i made a detour out of the game when i was hustling crack made a couple of dollars made a little bit of change never look back you can find me at the shooting range practicing busting some one of Vocable finished this new deal. Blessing raps. With some gold on my body, off my body, off colours Rossi, I'm floppy. I treat my luxury scraper like a Bugatti Laddie Daddy. She like the party off Molly, but let her get nagged, up in the lobby. She's style yeah. she also,
3: also, you know what, I'm so just gonna we're start be? the episode call me, call from like me, earlier when we were talking about West, got Virginia. Got West part part me, me, So welcome back to part two time time of Rattlesnake's Return. Part one's gonna be Rattlesnake's back, part two is gonna be Rattlesnake's return, part two rebox. That's what i decided on the names. um we're back uh the last episode was more just kind of like the regular segments we do the housekeeping breaking down the cultural playoffs doing some game picks really nothing else uh we were talking earlier how this might have to be two episodes it ended up being two episodes because (laughs) i I knew it it was gonna take a while but we're back talking about just
2: keeps rambling on (laughs) (laughs)
3: Oh, I love it, though. It's great content.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's what I do.
3: Now we're back to talk transfer portal and all the coaching changes and drama. Ooh, So much. And maybe some eyes talk, although I feel like this is also going to take an hour. So we'll just start with the transfer portal. 96 FBS players are in the transfer portal right now. That's 15% of all FBS players. Uh, The big name right now is Spencer Rattler. Uh, We're just gonna jump in this. Where Where do you guys think he's gonna end up?
0: Honestly, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. So today at work, I work at a uh, sports media company. I will not say what, but um, the person I sit next to has a friend that works in the football. Um, I don't know what you call it. Uh, for UT, he works in football for UT. And so, yeah, and so um, he actually, I can't remember the other two names he dropped, but he, he dropped three schools, one of which really blew me away. Uh, he said Houston was a possibility, and so, I don't know how I feel about that, but I, I don't even know how if that's likely, but uh, I just remember him mentioning that name. I've seen some South Carolina, I think, dropped, like Mississippi State. I've seen a lot of random things mentioned.
3: Yeah, this, the favorites are very, very random. Now, let me see if I can find them real quick. I had it saved on some social media app, but I have – I don't know why. Like, Arizona and Arizona State were two possibilities just because he's from Arizona. Um, I think Miami might have been one of them. I think he should go to Ole Miss, honestly. Why? The SEC sucks, but Lane has Lane given has shown an ability to get the most out of quarterbacks. I think Lane and Spencer Rattler just
0: kind of makes sense. I could see that. Um, is he staying at Ole Miss though? It, that's the big kind of like yeah, and that's a whole other conversation that stays, we're about to have.
3: We'll have later. Yep. Um, I think. I think wherever Lane goes makes sense. Uh, I would love to see him go to a place like like Houston or Cincinnati, one of these not Power Five programs, just see him light it up.
0: Yeah, I think that would be a lot of fun. I love when guys transfer to like the smaller schools, the G five schools, and just light it up. That's always a lot of fun to watch.
3: And meanwhile, Dury King did the opposite. Transferred from a Power that from a Five fucking school. fucking
0: traitor. Sucked. Yeah. Um. He, oh. he could have been a Heisman candidate if he stayed in Houston. Just saying. Uh,
3: also, Clemson. I think Clemson would be another a good fit for him, honestly, because DJ Ugalele has kind of sucked this year.
0: Yeah, 100%. Uh, if, that's-
3: they, they have a five-star guy waiting in the wings, but I don't know if they're not sold on him yet and they want to get be done with DJ. I think Clemson's a great fit for Spencer
0: Rattler. Do you think these schools desperately want Spencer Rattler, though? That's the no. question. Uh, Ole Miss might. Because I don't
3: know what their backup situation or what their like recruiting class situation was off will top of my head. And with Corral going to the draft, not desperately, but they might be like, Yeah, well, like, you'll be the starter. We'll take you. Clemson, on the other hand, I mean, they still do have DJ for another two years, a year, another year at least, probably longer, because there's no way that kid's going to the draft after next season. And with the five star, so it, potentially if Dabo. Fucking hates DJ at this point.
2: Which he probably should.
3: Yeah, he should. It, the play calling wasn't great this year, but DJ also just didn't execute
0: well at all on he he But couldn't you say the same thing about Rattler?
3: Uh possibly, but also new was always better in some of these coaches' minds.
0: Yeah, uh, and to be fair, some of that might be development issues with Lincoln Riley, which is a whole nother topic of discussion. So maybe under a better, somebody that could handle him a little bit better. He might be better.
3: Oh, that's true, actually. I, I've never really considered that. Can Lincoln Riley develop a quarterback? Well?
0: Right, because he's been handed the keys to a fucking, you know, $100,000 car. Uh and People give him a lot of credit. He was the OC, 100%. But it's been some time now, and we're starting to see some cracks. And then he dips out right away. I, I don't know. I don't know if if he can.
3: I I think he can maybe do the last bit of development for a quarterback.
0: Right, because that's what he's but always done.
3: He can't. He can't build that base, kind of like because look at Baker transfers from Texas Tech, Kyler transfers from Texas A and M, Jalen transfers from Alabama. And look, he did well with them. He made them Heisman winners or finals. But how he much development
0: them- did that take?
3: I know Jalen Hurts, it did take a little bit of development because they had to improve his passing ability. But yeah. besides that, I mean, Baker was a walk-on a lot of places, so maybe yeah. a little so bit of th- development. That's but- kind
0: of my point is I don't actually – I think he might get a little bit too much credit for developing QBs uh, past this ability. And maybe like a Lane Kiffin, like you were discussing, uh, he actually might do better under because development-wise, I don't know. Not sold yet,
3: Ken, Where do you want to see Spencer Rattler end up?
2: No idea. I don't like him enough to even care.
3: Oh, I, I was gonna
2: I say like the that. soup line. Why? The soup line. Yep.
0: All right. The so, uh, what's you what's your beef with him? Let me hear this. Go off. I
2: I just he he just seems to have a really bad attitude when it comes yep. to uh, just. Just his personality. I mean, like Kevin brought it up a few weeks ago. Like when he was subbed off for Caleb, Caleb Williams, it was just like he was totally defeated and like didn't want to participate or anything like that. And you know that I I didn't notice that initially, but after Kevin said it, I was like, wow, yeah, he really does have a bad attitude. Whereas Caleb
0: and Caleb Williams seemed to be ready to go back in at any given point.
2: Caleb Williams wants like he he is like the team player willing to do whatever it takes.
0: That's what it appears, and Spencer, yeah.
2: yeah. and Spencer Rattler seems more of a it's my way or the highway, you know, it's, it's got to be my show type of thing, which is fine in a sense, but you can't have it negatively impact uh, the people on your team as well as your perception uh, by by a fan and everything like that. But this yeah, goes I back mean, to my I point. Think...
0: He, he might perform better under a different coach, somebody that can handle him.
2: Right, but but to be honest, I don't think I don't I don't know where that would be. Like, I literally have no idea where he would go.
3: I I think part of the issue also is it 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 goes back to Kieran quoting me. Uh, He's it it's looking at quarterbacks as they either want to win or they care about personal stats and glory. Caleb Williams is a guy he wants to win. Like, if he gets benched out, he's like, yeah. Like, if we win, that's fine. If if we're not winning, I'm ready to come in and win the game. Spencer Rattler's like, I want the glory. I want to put up the numbers. If we win, great. But if not, keep me in the game regardless. But
0: does this go back to the development? He's young. He's a very young guy. I mean, this is the time to kind of help instill that mentality in him. So I don't know. I don't know. Also, what is Caleb Williams doing? Is he? I mean, what's his game plan?
3: Uh, There are rumors he might look to transferring to USC. Uh, Nothing confirmed. He has not entered the transfer portal yet.
0: Why would he follow
3: Lincoln after that bullshit? I, I don't know. I'm just telling you what I've read. Uh, I think it
0: I think it will stupid. really come
3: down to who they hire as the coach.
0: I think you should say to Oklahoma and show, hey, I'm with OU. I was always with OU. You know, y'all sat me. That's fine. I'm here when you need me. Rattler clearly didn't care about any of us. I'm staying here and I'm winning. I think that would be sweet. I,
3: I was listening to something yesterday, and I'm not going to say who because it was a belly up show. But they are like, yeah, like I think – uh. Caleb should or William should go to USC. I think he might go to USC because he'll look at Lincoln like as oh, the guy who took a chance on me when no one believed in me. He was a fucking five star. Yeah. Who's <laughs> <Plenty laughs> oh, you, you didn't want to mention? <laughs> that's, plenty of people believe in
0: you, bud. Weird. You're a fucking
3: five star. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Cause that's that's one thing that uh Lincoln Riley can do well. He will bring you a great quarterback. Um, how he develops it, I don't know. But he will get you the guy.
3: Yeah, and I don't know, but I, I think Spencer Rattler's still good. I don't think he's great. Uh, I, he was eligible for the draft this year, wasn't he? Don't know. Is he? I don't think so. No, no, next year he would be.
0: Yeah, yeah, I don't he, think he no, is. What? Now he's because he's freshman. What? I said now we sound like idiots because we don't know. <laughs> oh, well, I'm talking
3: about because he was a freshman when Hertz was there.
0: Oh, was he? Was that his freshman y- year?
3: Yes, because he was Hertz's backup.
0: Was he? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, shit. I guess that was longer than I thought. I- I'm pretty
3: sure he was there when Hertz was there. Uh, yeah, here's a picture of them. At practice together for Oklahoma. So yeah, so he was Hurts' backup. So yeah, he was eligible for the draft this year. I forget where I was going with this now that I forget if he was draft eligible or not. Um, but I yeah, I think he has to go to a quarterback guru. After that tangent. Like like Lane, a guy a Texas, Texas could be an option.
0: Oh my god. No, it's not.
3: I think it could be. I think,
0: can't, I, I think it's illegal to transfer from OU to UT. I don't – I think they'll kill you. I
3: don't <laughs> – Yeah, yeah. You like, think Spencer Rattler, Honestly, the fact that their rivals might increase their chances of getting Spencer Rattler.
0: Dude, that would just show what type of guy he is. If he went to UT, I mean, that uh, would I, be
3: – I learned everything I saw or everything I need to know about Spencer Rattler. There was a video of him in high school. Uh, during practice, telling guys like, oh, you suck. You ran the wrong
0: route. I, I like, think I've seen We're that. We're winning
3: because of me. Like, the coach gives me all the choices. You are terrible.
0: I think I'm, I've seen that, winning. and I thought the same thing, yeah.
3: Yeah, so I, I think Texas is completely on the table for Spencer Rattler.
0: Also, he looks fucking weird. Can we just point that out? Nobody talks about how weird I, he looks.
3: I'm not disparaging these people. I had to look up if he was albino or not.
0: Right, okay. He looks weird. He's not. And he, he, he's not, by the way. He looks weird, though. I don't. Yeah, it, he, he freaks he me out when I look at him. I'm like, Ew. he he does it. It's weird. I I don't know what to think of him. But <laughs> well, it just he has a he has a face that I want to punch.
3: <laughs> he has a very punchable face.
0: Yes. Look at that. I know this is audio, but look at that face. Don't you just yeah, punch like, that guy? Yeah. No. He, yeah. He looks like a villain from an eighties movie.
2: He he looks like the the Oh, what's that—that that training mannequin thing? You know uh, what? Like we
3: don't need to hear about your sex doll. No, <laughs> fuck off. you're talking about the CPR dummies.
2: No, not the CPR dummies. Uh, the one—the—the the one, the, the, the torso thing with the. the oh, uh,
3: uh, like the the UFC boxing ones.
2: Yeah, that thingy. That's what he
3: looks like. Okay, okay, I we're we're all over the place right now.
0: Uh, yeah, no, I I believe that too. God, look at that little smirk he's got. Most hate easily hateable guy. Yeah, you know what I mean. Everybody hated Baker. Everybody hit, but this guy. Ugh, come on.
3: I, I think if know. he was as good as Baker and Tyler, well, Tyler didn't get a lot of hate. If he was Johnny Manziel,
0: everybody hated him.
3: Well, there were like well. A I mean, of look, that.
0: look what happened to him. Yeah,
3: but like Baker, Johnny Manziel, Trevor Lawrence,
0: the guys people hate. Good, yeah.
3: If he was as good as those guys, he would be more hated than all of them.
0: That's fair. That's fair. He's not as hated. If I ever meet him and he's rude or something, I'd be like, you know what? I don't even hate you that much because you're not good enough to care about. Boom. Got him there. That's uh, the ultimate diss. Some other guys
3: on the tra or in the transfer portal right now: Zach Evans, running back at TCU, and. In- Jameer Gibbs out of Georgia Tech, a running back. I mean, I think the Georgia Tech, uh, Gibbs was committed to Alabama. Alabama fans want him back. I'm not sure. I, I don't really know enough about those
0: guys. But T- TCU's definitely coaching change, right? I mean, that's
3: yes, and there or are rumors that he excuse. he could just come back to TCU.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah.
3: That there are rumors about that too. But the big name that is actually getting a lot of interest or focus on Transfer is Jake Hayner, uh, Fresno's quarterback. Uh, because he was in Washington, transferred yeah. out of Washington to fresno state and we'll get into this more later fresno state's coach just got hired by washington so let oh. talks he might transfer
0: back to washington yikes that would be a sweet redemption story though he comes back and he's like i fuck i'm back bitches and i'm starting i run this team now that would be That's sweet good for him. Him to, good for him i, I hope it video. works
3: out if he does transfer i need him to a video of him rolling into practice, and the camera just focuses on me. She goes, "It's Brittany, bitch," and just gets out. <laughs> I, I don't know why. I just need that,
0: Michael Scott. In my life
3: <laughs> exactly. I, I uh,
0: will say, with uh, what was the percentage she said of all the players that are in the transfer portal right 15%. now? Fifteen percent. Fifteen percent. Jesus. I will say, for a school like Houston with Dana Holgerson, who literally just relies on transfers, this has got to be music to his ears. Hopefully, he gets somebody. Hopefully he gets some you know offensive alignment or something because uh, that dude doesn't know how to recruit. So for certain schools, like an SMU or a Houston, that rely on transfers, this could be huge.
3: Or Miami, who
0: seemingly build
3: their roster here on just transfers. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't, don't know if many the, Diaz recruits.
0: What's up with the city schools that do that? Why? Oh, that's very strange.
3: I have no idea. Like SMU and Houston, I, I do kind of understand to a point because – you do have to compete with Texas A&M, Texas, TCU, well, There's so many good programs in Texas that, like, right. it might be tough, so filling in the cracks with transfers makes sense. And but. it
0: also helps because uh, you're, you know, you're in Houston. You're 10 miles away from probably some of the best players in the whole country, right? Uh, and you didn't get them the first round when they were out of high school, and now they want to come home, and that's when you get them. It's I mean, going to school there was the same way. You're, like, in a fraternity, half the guy's in there. Transferred back from LSU and Alabama and you know Ole Miss because they all had to come home. Same thing with the transfers. It's a lot of kids that are like, "I'm gonna go back home to Houston, and here's a team I can play for." Nothing is more annoying. I've been playing NCAA thirteen a lot lately. Nothing's more
3: annoying Hell than yeah. when a guys like, "Oh, I'm transferring because I'm homesick."
0: Yep. Bitch, yep, yep if you yep, thought yep. you're
3: gonna be homesick, why the fuck did you commit to
0: Boise that's, State? That's the, the type of shit Texas? that schools like Houston rely on. They're like, we hope these guys from Alabama that are four-star recruits that we didn't get the last time, they just want to come home and see their mamas. Here we play. I
3: mean, I can't relate to wanting to see your mama. I haven't seen her in five years, so I don't (laughs) want to see her now. But I I get it. I get it to a point. Like I understand where they're coming from. But also another school that's kind of getting blasted with transfers is Boston College right now. Why? That well first off they weren't that good this year
0: right right, right. but i just it's weird you usually that's like something happened to the program right to shake it all up uh some of the, it's playing times i mean
3: a four-star deon jones a four-star safety he's entered the transfer portal jerkovic i don't know if he has eligibility left after this year he might be leaving so and that's your starting quarterback uh I don't know if I can't say their name, but I've heard rumblings from a certain player's family that he might be transferring a three star, which isn't big news, but kind of a big deal. Partially because have you heard rumblings
0: as to the future destination? I have
3: not yet. Oh, okay. Uh, but I, I, his father, told me that. He
0: Tell him, Houston. It's cool.
3: <laughs> All right, I'll let him. I'll, I'll talk next time I see I'm him, out I'm like, here.
0: Hey, I'm out here as the ambassador. Let's go. <laughs> next time I, I gonna, see them, are they going to get
2: homesick and want to come back to the Northeast?
0: you won't have enough eligibility no anybody that lives in the northeast knows that you don't get homesick and want to move back uh as
3: someone who went to school in the south you get homesick for about six months and then winter hits and And you're like oh no that was my point
0: yeah that was my point you you see the snow and you feel that fucking weather and you're like hell no why do i ever live here it's weird too because i've lived in a cold place and you get used to it but you leave for like a year and you lose all of it because you're like, I can't handle the cold anymore. It's the weirdest thing. Oh, I, I hate the cold to this day. I'm
2: what I'm hearing, guys, is a lot of cowardice on your part.
0: What I'm hearing is people choosing to live in parts of the country that are subpar to the south. All right, let's be honest though. <laughs> like weather, yeah, Everything else, no oh, not shit. The South has better food, better people. For instance, look at me. I, I'll I'll now, give you that.
2: comparing yourself to, though, Rattlesnake? You two, me, you if, two.
0: You no, know, if it's to me, I'll give you that. If it's a Karen,
3: uh, it's a it's a push.
2: <laughs>
3: uh, seafood, being from
0: the Northeast, seafood oh, is yeah. elite up here.
2: Yeah, don't yeah don't even yeah don't even test those on
0: what? that. Crawfish boils.
2: Okay, you got one Lobster. thing:
0: salmon, uh, fucking God. redfish. Redfish? I, I just listed three. Redfish, uh, oysters. We have no, oysters
2: we up that. here. We got uh,
0: oysters. We got gulf oysters. Those are way bigger than your pussy oysters. Also our shrimp. All-
2: okay, guys, we are getting off track here.
0: <laughs> no, this we got is- blue fucking <laughs> shrimp, dude. Yeah, we're
3: getting off track here. So, the Cold War. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's right.
3: <laughs> it, <laughs> the Cold back War back. and why Lou Holtz is a communist. <laughs> uh yeah, but that could be the name of a book. I love it. <laughs> the Cold War. Well, we've talked about before how Lou Holtz is a communist on this podcast. I love but it.
0: Make a shirt. I'll buy it. <laughs> I, I Idea will. Don't, number nine hundred and
2: sixty-four. Lou Holtz communist shirt.
0: I love it.
3: Uh, but a lot of these transfers are in part because of coaching changes and the drama that has. Came from these changes. Uh, we'll run through some of the changes, then we'll go through the drama, and then we'll talk about some candidates. Uh, Sonny Dykes to TCU from
0: SMU. Ralph Snake, you want to talk about this? Yeah, yeah, I could talk about this one. This is Texas, baby. Um, So, this is a big one because SMU views TCU as their rivalry. Um, TCU, not so much because they're like, we're in the Big 12, we play like actual schools. Um, essentially SMU is in Dallas. It's in a place called Highland park. It's the richest neighborhood in all of Texas. It is the school with the highest tuition in all of Texas. They are a bunch of snuck stuck up snobby rich kids, mostly from California, which is weird. And TCU is kind of the same way. Bunch of rich kids from Dallas. So they got a bit of a rivalry there. Um, when TCU takes SMU's coach, they lost their fucking minds. I don't know if the rest of the country witnessed this, but as a person in Texas, it was hilarious because I fucking hate SMU. So I love the fact that TCU took their coach. Did you see the entrance that he came down in that helicopter onto uh, their football field to announce it? That was pretty sweet. Um, Yeah, I don't know. People are kind of back and forth about this one because Sonny Dykes has kind of been... He's been good, but he also has been disappointing when it comes down to it, right? Like playing for a conference championship, he can't do it. What he can do is recruit really well in the DFW area, which is what you need to do for a school like TCU. I don't know if TCU will win a conference championship with Sonny Dykes. I'm going to be honest. I think they will get really good recruiting classes with Sonny Dykes at TCU. I think that's the best way to look at it. And, you know, maybe a seven- or shit, he'll probably get like a nine-win seasons. That might just be good enough for TCU, and that, that might be what they have to look at for the next however long.
3: I mean, if you go based on the last coach 20 years. <laughs> I, I think, though, it's going to raise the question, though. If they don't win a conference championship, they're going to be like, why Why do we fire Gary Patterson?
0: To be fair, to was Gary going to bring them another conference championship? I no, think, he probably wasn't. I think they he, did it wrong. I think they did him dirty. And that was kind of fucked up because he has like built up that whole fucking program from nothing. Um, but at the same time, should have waited till the end of the season, everything was settled. I think it was time to separate.
3: I, I don't disagree, but I think I think this also sucks for SMU though, because it's seemingly under some yeah, they, SMU. They've just started to recover, or they've just recovered from the death penalty.
0: Yeah, that's the most bullshit excuse, dude. How long ago no, was that? they how long ago was that? That was 1987. Okay, where are they located? Dallas. In Dallas, Texas. Okay, why? Why are they just now recovering? That's such bullshit. They should have oh, recovered right no, away. Recruit uh, a locally, build up your program. I'm not
3: saying that it's not bullshit. Like they should have recovered here, but Sonny Dykes was the guy who helped them recover from it.
0: Mm, I I just disagree. I think they had like been one. Shit.
3: They had one one or two winning seasons before he got there. After being a powerhouse
0: for years. Right. Well, that's because they were cheating the whole time. Um, yes. uh, uh, I mean, so if you I, ever meet a kid from SMU, you will understand why I don't like them, but I think oh, that I'm sure. i think the arguments bullshit. They, it was so long ago. They are located in Dallas, Texas. They have a absurd amount of money. I mean, the richest people in Texas graduated from SMU. There's no reason that they haven't been able to come back other than just arrogance, laziness, essentially. Um, I hope they never do good again. I'm glad they didn't get in the Big Twelve. Fuck SMU.
3: Okay, fair. Kieran, do you have any strong <laughs> thoughts on SMU or TCU?
2: Not as strong as rattlesnake.
3: <laughs> I, I feel like I don't. I don't have strong opinions about anything as much as rattlesnake does. That's
0: fair.
2: Um, I don't know if uh, I don't know if you guys have seen this yet, but uh, apparently Notre Dame uh, has a new coach. I uh, as of ten minutes ago.
0: Holy oh. shit!
2: Here we do you go. Want to talk about this right now. Yes, let's,
0: let's do okay. this. So
2: what I what I've just seen No, This is not confirmed or anything yet. Uh, Notre Dame is expected to hire Marcus Freeman as their next. What?
0: Are you Are you sure? This seems crazy.
2: I, this This is just an expected thing. It, all it says is expected, but. uh that's what I'm seeing right now.
0: I'm seeing articles about it right now as well. Holy shit. Jesus. Per The Athletic, by the way, you got you to
3: gotta put in where the sources are. Sorry, is
0: my apologies. The Athletic's good. If they're reporting oh, on I, it, that's, that's legit. I do
3: like The Athletic. I mean, I, I do get, though, why they went this direction. Because Luke Fickle most likely wasn't leaving Cincinnati. He was their top target, but he's in the cultural playoff as of right now his own destiny's in his hands and they're moving to the big 12 in a couple years it doesn't really make sense to wait for him
0: i think that's great i think that's so good for luke fickle i love this and this is probably because i went to a school where we always lose our coaches to teams like this i love this for cincinnati i love this for luke fickle i know we're playing them this weekend but good for them and good for luke fickle He saw the future and said, I can win out in the Big 12 and go to the playoffs. Why not? So good for him. I love that. Yeah, I mean,
3: also, I mean, good for Marcus Freeman. I mean, he was at Cincinnati for a while as their defensive coordinator and linebackers coach. Yep. Uh, I mean, good for him. It's great. He just
0: moved to Notre Dame, didn't he? He was just recently at Cincinnati. Yeah,
3: this was his first year.
0: Okay, yeah. So good for him. That's a huge
3: I I love seeing teams – Promote from within, honestly. Especially Notre Dame. What I rag on him for not winning a national championship during his time there, but Brian Kelly did build a good program there, so it makes sense wanting to have a guy kind of step in. Who, even though he's been only he's only been there for a year, it it kind of maintains the status quo a little bit.
0: I'm sure the players love him. I'm sure that had something to do with the decision. So. He probably – you're right. It's been a year, but I'm just going to go on a limb and assume that the program loved him, teams loved him. So that's probably went into the decision-making for that.
3: Yeah, and uh, also Notre Dame is retaining their offensive coordinator, Tommy Reese. Mm-hmm. Well. So, I mean, good for him. I mean, it looks like Marcus Freeman kind of said, like, I will take this job if Tommy Reese stays. So good for him. I – Part of me hopes if Alabama doesn't win one, he wins a national championship because fuck Brian Kelly, he killed a kid.
0: When, <laughs> uh, When is the last time a team has promoted within for their head coach and has done better than they did previously with the last coach?
2: It's kind of hard to beat 11-1. and one.
0: Yeah. Lincoln Riley in Oklahoma, I think that's a step down. Um, I
2: think
3: that Ohio State,
0: to... Ohio State, they're not looking at the playoffs now. I mean, no,
3: I, I think Lincoln Riley is tough to say just because Bob Stoops was there for so long. If yeah, you compare I... like Bob Stoops' peak, then yeah, Lincoln Riley is step down. But if you compare like right before Lincoln Riley came in, it it's a lateral. Right, move what about what of, about
0: let's... um, what about Ryan Day? Uh it's it's a step down coaching wise. Yeah, I would agree. I don't I, I don't know if promoting within works. We'll see. This will be a really good test. Uh, Ed Orgeron. I mean, that's a weird one, right? He won a national championship, but everyone considers him kind of a failure at LSU, and now he's out. So he... I mean, I don't think it was because <laughs> of him. One. I, yeah, yes, that's a weird I don't one. think it was because of him, but he did bring in the
3: staff to... Create Mm -hmm. at the time the best college football team in CFB history, statistically, now second best.
0: Yeah, that's Um, why I said that's a weird one because (laughs) who wins an NFL championship and gets fired? I don't. It's the weirdest fucking thing.
3: Uh, Les Miles was on the LSU staff. I don't know if it was right before he came, became the head coach.
0: Yeah, because I feel like a lot of times it'll be a guy that was oh, he was an OC or a, a DC, and then they move somewhere else, and then they come back as a head coach. And that works out a lot. That one does work out a lot. But promoting directly within, I don't know. I'm just trying to think. Recent memory off the top of my head. I can't think of one where that's actually uh, been better for the program.
1: I
3: don't know. It's tough. I like to see it, but I, I agree with I'd you. I'd love it to see is. it.
0: I'd love to see it. Yeah.
3: There are times it, it doesn't really work out super well, but I don't, I don't see Notre Dame taking a step back here. I see them continuing the status quo. Maybe I, I mean, Brian Kelly never won a national championship. He was five and four in bowl games. He was a good coach, but he wasn't a great coach there. And he, I know he has more wins than Newt Rockney, but part of that is because he was there forever.
0: Yeah, and I mean, they were independent. That's a whole another topic of discussion. Is like, when are they just going to finally join the ACC and just stop being independent? It's such bullshit. Never.
3: I think they're one of those schools that's just like, we, we've made the cultural playoff yeah. as an independent where we want to keep our independence. Right.
0: At what point does... NCAA or the uh, committee say like, hey, we're not letting you in if you're independent anymore. You got to be BYU's joining a conference. Like you're, you're going to have to be in a conference and play for a conference championship um, to be in a playoff.
3: Yeah, I, I think the only reason the team should be independent right now is if they left their conference and we're waiting to join another one.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. I just fucking hate that Notre Dame's independent. <laughs>
3: I don't know why. I, me. I don't hate it, it, it really as much as during the BCS era when. There was right. a rule that Notre Dame had to be in a BCS bowl every
0: year. R- right, I um, think. Like, I think it, I think it bugs me because right. I think Notre Dame in the ACC would make me a lot more um, entertained with the ACC. It pique that's my interest. Fair. You know what I mean? Yeah, I would be like looking but, at their that's schedule. Fair.
3: I I also hate I, Notre Dame, so
2: I'd be I'd be waiting for like Notre Dame Clemson like every year.
0: Exactly, it would be awesome. I'd be I would so, love
2: I'd be together. so excited for that game.
3: There. Well, there's one topic we don't really have to talk about anymore because I had, like, coaching candidates up.
2: Well, well no, hold on. It, it, they did only say expected, so I want to make that uh, absolutely the, clear.
3: Everything I've – I looked it up. Everything was like, they're basically going to – it. it's basically a done deal. They just got to negotiate, like, terms and stuff. Yeah. Um. But we can still talk about the former L, or Notre Dame coach, Brian Kelly. Uh, went Who? to LSU – on a a Mel Tucker contract, ten years, ninety five million dollars is God damn. With there's some absurd bonuses built into that. I had them down a minute ago. Let me let me see if I can pull them up real quick.
0: I know yeah. the bonuses off uh, the Lincoln Riley. Whenever we want to get into that one, we'll, I got we'll talk about that in a head. second.
3: But. <laughs> He has a $500,000 bonus. Each season, LSU is bowl eligible.
0: So every single season.
3: Yeah, after the Tigers made a bowl for 20 straight seasons.
0: Right. It's almost impressive if you make sure they don't get into a bowl. Yeah, true.
3: He has. If he wins the SEC, he gets a $250,000 raise to each remaining contract year.
0: That's worth it. If he wins a natty. Really
3: if he wins a net, he gets a $500,000 raise to each remaining contract year. He gets two courtesy vehicles or two vehicle allowances in the amount of $1,000 a month and an interest-free home loan up to $1.2 million of 20% of home price.
0: Good Lord. It's interesting that they didn't just buy him the home. A home loan. You know what I mean? I, That's a I don't, I I don't mean, know what rules NCAA it, has. Oh, they can buy him a home. Are you kidding me? I, it's a coach. They don't fuck it. Yeah, not a player. That's fair. Right. <laughs> I, I was just thinking, though, like, the NCAA doesn't let you buy a
3: recruit a cheeseburger. even if Yeah. You're yeah. But the school <laughs> so, can
0: buy a $6 million home for Lincoln yeah, Ryan.
3: <laughs> yeah, and and also, though, some drama. He's been ghosting Notre Dame. Yeah. Like, they've reached out to him, and he's just basically ignored every call and my favorite quote, and I talked to Rouse like before we start recording. My favorite quote ever is an assistant coach who was <laughs> oh, recruiting, yeah. that's at a recruit's house, and said, "The news broke when I walked out of
0: the house, so I looked like a fucking asshole." That's a hundred percent something I would say if somebody asked me, like, to give a quote. I'd be like, "Yeah, this happened, so now I look like a fucking asshole." Like that—that that sounds like something it, I would say. hundred percent. It, it's an electric quote. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> <laughs> No, I love it. I love it. Um, Yeah. I don't. We'll talk about Lincoln Riley here in a second, but I just kind of want to give a blanket statement of the journos losing their shit. It's talking about how we have a problem with college football and all this stuff, because coaches are just up and leaving their teams right before a big game, like a bowl game or conference championship, stuff like that. And as a Houston fan, I'm like, fuck you. Like we've been dealing with this shit our entire lives. And now because Oklahoma and Notre Dame happen, I understand the importance of those schools, but teams like Cincinnati and UCF and Houston and Boise state and every other good G five school for eternity has had to deal with this where your coaches up and leave before your conference championship, before your bowl game. It is very common for other schools, but now because the big schools are dealing with it, the journalists are like, Whoa, what is going on here?
1: voice of a winner
0: you know and it's like your, yeah, your they, school has been taking our coaches and doing the same thing forever there, there is kind of a double standard but it's i mean hey look your your days of a houston fan
3: uh, or your days as a houston fan dealing with that are almost over
0: that's not true because they're still the oklahomas and they're uts and no well, matter no, what but, we do we will but, never no, be but
3: that when when their coach leaves the j, big j journos will be losing their minds about that too
0: uh not quite the same though they just it's because they all graduated from like Notre Dame, and so they're like, "We have a serious problem here." Okay, guys, what kind of lawsuits can we look into? <laughs>
3: and That's right. That's fans why... and
0: Houston fans are like, "What the fuck lawsuit? What are you talking about?" That's
3: What's why you football? need. That's why you need to check out Belly Up Sports, where you have guys from Alabama, Houston, and Penn State. It's a great point. Aren't from those elitist bullshit universities that lose
0: their that aren't. Are not from. Did you just try to put Alabama and Penn State in the same discussion with Houston? You're going to say Alabama and Penn State are as elitist as Notre Dame? I'm saying you don't have to worry about your coach ever getting poached. Oh, no, I'm talking about journalist (laughs) things. Okay, well, either way, I'm I'm talking to the people out there listening that went to a G5 school and know exactly what I'm fucking talking about. Every time you got a good season, maybe two, your coach is gone. I mean, that's just a fact. Yeah. That's the way of life. Greener
2: and better pastures.
0: Right. And that's just like, that's your, that you get upset, but it happens to you so many times that you're like, this is just how college football is. And then it happens to Oklahoma and Notre Dame. And all of a sudden they're like, we have a problem in college football. And every other
1: fan of these other schools are like,
0: I thought that's just how it worked. (laughs) Like, I, I, I thought that was normal. I mean, when I was there uh, in Houston, we had, let's see, we had Art Riles, gone, uh, Kevin Sumlin, gone. Um, and then we had, what, Tony Levine, he sucked, Tom Herman, gone, right? I mean, that, that that was why I was there. That's how common it was to just, your coach is gone.
3: That's, and then half of them got fired
0: after, like, two weeks. <laughs> That's yeah. the best part, actually, that they all kind of, like, fucked over their programs in some way or the <laughs> other, Um But yeah, it's to for schools like ours, our G, you know, good G5 schools, especially because you're going to get poached. Um, this is just part of college football for us. So it's just really funny seeing everyone just lose their minds. Um, instead of talking about the fact that, like, hey, Brian Kelly's going to the SEC, what's about to happen there? You know, that's what I'm more interested in than how I feel about Notre Dame fans because it's like, welcome to college football. This is life.
2: Well, uh, Adding adding to all of this, uh, yeah, Brian Kelly has a new title. Um, Kevin, do you know what it is, according to Jimbo uh, no. Fisher? Oh,
3: d- the Jim- biggest dumbass alive. Yeah. The biggest idiot alive.
0: Dumbest
2: human being alive.
0: Are you saying because Jimbo Fisher said he would be the dumbest person yes. if he left? So yeah. therefore and, and Notre Dame had a good recruiting take- class this year. Yeah, so the person that takes it is the dumbest human being alive. To be fair, I did agree with Jimbo's point, though i was like no, why would he leave a&m for lsu i don't. i never yeah. understood those rumors I was yeah. like they're in the same division and to be quite honest he has better recruits coming in he's built a really good program there why the fuck would he go right and that, uh, that was what that was one of the things six hours happened, away
2: yeah that was one of the things we talked about a few weeks back when the rumors first started circulating we're like um we uh we're like oh yeah um if if uh Jimbo Fisher, you know, it's, it's always deny, 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 deny. And right. then the next second, you know, you're gone out of the program, right? Which I, I'm i not entirely sure if uh, Lincoln Riley did that with Oklahoma, but it was more yeah. like, oh, he I'm said, he, oh, I'm not going, oh, I'm not going. Yeah, he yeah. said I wasn't going or whatever. Yeah, Lincoln Riley
0: said I'm not taking the job at LSU, which was like which very is fair. Specific. Which is fair because he said he wasn't yeah, taking the job. Yeah, but let's be job. real. He was trying but, to convey stop right, asking. But,
2: but, like, like Kevin and I were noticing that, like, oh, it's always deny, 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 yep. take the job, right? Yep. And then, but then when he came out, like, a week or two later with, you'd have to be the dumbest uh, person or human being alive to take the LSU job, uh, we're all like, oh, oh, he's serious. Oh, right, very <laughs> I love
0: if I was an Aggie, I would have loved to hear that because that's oh, a yeah. great point. As a person that's lost a lot of coaches over the years, yeah. you hear them deny all the time, and they'll say stuff like, You know, I'm trying to focus on this season, I'm trying to focus on this game right now, you know, stuff yeah. like that. And you're like, Okay, you're not telling me anything. When he said I would have to be a dumbass to take that job, I, if I was an Aggie, I'd be like, Hell yes, that's yeah, what a like coach that says. Yeah. That
2: reinvitalizes want- my confidence in him. Exactly. Like, yes, this guy is gonna stay. He's actually gonna stick around. I'm gonna play for him for however much time I have left.
0: Exactly. You know,
2: and I'm and I'm gonna make something of it. And the other thing with um with Brian Kelby like ghosting his team and everything, it was it was dope. I mean, did you see the email or the text or yes. whatever he sent yes. out? Yeah. I was like, that is the most F U sort of that's a breakup text, is what that right. is. Like and and the then he called the meeting at seven a.m. the next day that lasted four minutes and eighteen exactly. seconds. Recording yep. like how how messed up do you have to be? But see, this goes let- back
0: to my point. You're a Penn State fan. You're an Alabama yeah. fan. Y'all haven't had to deal with this. Would yeah, be no, ready, I know. Right here, Tom Herman. Tom Herman. All right, did great things at at Houston when I was there. All um, right, I had just graduated. Either way. Um, He was getting rumored about jobs, LSU specifically, uh, which he actually took and then told them no. And just to take the UT, that's a whole nother fucking story though. Um, Right before the UConn game, the only game we lost that season, because we were just like Cincinnati in contention to go to a playoff. We were undefeated, had a really good year. Right before the UConn game, they asked him about the job. And he does like one of these where he's like, I'm not here to talk about other jobs. And it, we were all like, oh, fuck this asshole. Of course, right after we lose a game to UConn of all teams. Uh, granted, it was like our fourth string quarterback, the whole story. We lose to them. We we end up going to the Peach Bowl um, and winning, you know, whatever. But we lost because our team knew like he was leaving. He ghosts right. the team. He dips out and leaves his leased car at the airport and texts our ad and says hey your car's at the airport and that was it like that Damn. these coaches do that kind of shit that's,
2: a, that's sort of that's a low-key power move though it's like you have the balls to just like dip and say oh by the way it's like it's like calling up your ex and saying oh by the way your shit's in a taxi you know <laughs> like
0: yeah like but all it's your a dick move
2: going, like, going around this city <laughs>
0: Yeah, but Not the most, story most you just told, let's, let's pretend that the, the ex was actually the good one in the relationship and treated <laughs> you well, and you were the one that was going around cheating, and said- then and then you fucking do that on top of it. Who's the bad one in that situation? So, yeah, I oh, agree. No, fuck Brian Kelly for how he acted. You're, you're a scumbag. But fuck Brian Kelly for how he acted, but at the same time, I'm just kind of used to it, and I think that's what I expect from coaches at this point. So that's why I was super excited to hear about Cincinnati. Because they deal with that same shit, you know? I can't imagine. If I'm a Cincy fan right now, I'm losing my mind. Yeah, yeah I mean, and also, shout out to Luke Fickle, might
3: be the only
0: one of, G. The
3: two, one of of the G. two good guy coaches in college. Yeah, I really thing, like man. him. He's,
2: he's one of the guys that, you know, d- you know, he wants his team to be motivated at every possible, you know, down. Like, he's one of those guys that are – Dreaming on the sidelines, you know, get this fucking right. But then like says, Hey, good job after the game. You know, easy, you know, he's what? definitely one of those those G coaches that you just love to see.
0: In the G5 coaches, you love to see. Yeah, In the yeah, last yeah. episode, uh, I mentioned I said Houston taking that. I already put my money on it. Now I'm kind of worried. Since he's gonna be fucking hyped, they're keeping their coach. That's a whole nother now. I'm a little concerned. They're gonna have a lot cool. of momentum going into that game. I might regret this. Luke
3: Fickle also is like he's like the girl who kind of probably punches a little bit below her weight class when it comes to a guy. Like, you know, not that good looking, maybe doesn't have a job, but then she
0: starts dating him and just watching him grow. He gets like a good job, goes to the gym, fucking... works out Look, he, he he was a fry cook at a McDonald's and now he owns that goddamn McDonald's.
2: There you go. Perfect. Glow up story,
0: and she's now she's married to the guy that owns a bunch of fast food franchises, and everyone's like, "God damn, she took the fry cook. She was the one that took the fry cook."
2: Yeah, she she saw things. Everyone and now else she's couldn't. balling,
0: living in Miami off that McDonald's money. Uh, That's fair. Luke Fickle.
3: I, <laughs> I'm happy for that fry cook in Cincinnati, and I'm happy for Luke Fickle. He put the work in. He's probably happy, Uh but. We talk about Brian Kelly ghosting uh, Notre Dame. Uh, It's still not as bad as Lincoln Riley recruiting for another school. Uh, For those who didn't see this, OU Compliance tweeted out the eyes emoji and the 100 emoji. (laughs) And that's because five star defensive back Domani Jackson listed his top two schools as Alabama and USC. And when talking about why he picked USC, he said he's been talking to. Roy Manning, the defensive backs coach right. at OU, all year and was excited to meet him.
0: Yeah. So, Roy is, Manning
3: has since gone to USC. So, there, this there's is some two separate there.
0: things here. Brian Kelly, um, uh, being a dick and ghosting his team and all that. Like I said, I expect that from coaches at this point. I'm not really sure why anyone expects any different. Um, maybe guys like Luke Fickle will give me hope for the future. Good for him. What Lincoln Riley and his coaches are doing. This might be like NCAA violations. This is like a whole nother level. I mean, they might need to look into this as recruiting violations. I would love it if
3: Lincoln Riley leaves in the dead of night, goes to USC, and immediately gets his scholarship limit knocked out. Oh. That but, would be amazing. But and to be fair,
0: yeah. to be fair, that would prolong his job, though. Because he could always say, you know, I had to deal with this right away. And so you got to give me an extra year, an extra two years to like build it up. So.
3: And USC should go. Yeah, that's fine. But also this is your own fucking doing. (laughs) Yeah. A hundred percent. But USC needs to distance themselves from this. They need to
0: say they, we didn't tell him to do this. He was just doing it on his own. I'm sure they didn't. I'm sure he really was doing it. I mean, if I'm USC, I'm like, what the fuck? Hold on. You're breaking like recruiting violations. Like, What's going on? Here? I wonder if this is a breach. If this is like a
3: contract violation. I Holy
0: think- shit! What if he lost his job at USC before he even got it? And then, and then he's not. Oh, you. Oh, you would take him back. No, they wouldn't. No, they wouldn't. No, they I, would not. I think they would? I would bet you my entire life they would not take him back. Oklahoma has way too much pride for their stupid, shitty, dusty state. They would not take him back.
3: I yeah, think the only so. reason they would take him back is all the top coaches are kind of gone now.
0: I think they would be like, that's fine. We'll take the shittiest coach and lose every game before we take this guy back. Oklahoma uh, fans are livid.
3: Or it, if that happens, if he loses the job,
0: convince Bob Stoops to hang around for a year? Yeah. Right. That's that's the more likely. They love that motherfucker. Um, Oklahoma fans, they, in my opinion, aren't as bad as UT fans. Um, I'm sure all my friends, if they heard me say that, would lose their fucking minds. They're not as bad as Aggies either, but they have a lot well, yeah, of pride. Aggies they have a, are a cult, so. Right, right, right. That's a whole different topic. But Oklahoma has a lot of pride. Like, they're, they're very proud of Oklahoma. It's a terrible state. There's nothing there. I would never live there. It's horrible. It's like the shitty part of Texas. But they love it, and they have a lot of pride in it. I honestly think they would lose every single game and for a whole season before they took Lincoln Riley back at this point. I'm also convinced no one lives in Oklahoma willingly.
3: (laughs) They're either. I
0: I know plenty of people that live
3: up. I mean, they're they're either. No, they're either drafted by the Thunder or the U.S. government forced them to live there. (laughs)
0: <laughs> that's the only two reasons I can see someone actually living in Oklahoma here's a thing that you probably wouldn't know unless you drove through eastern Oklahoma it's absolutely beautiful they have mountains no one talks about that it's <laughs> an extension of the Ozark Mountains from Arkansas and it's incredibly beautiful in eastern Oklahoma no one lives there and no one talks about it but it's beautiful I- I'm Just googling so you know.
3: this right now
0: yeah, Oh my Wachita Mountains it, that is beautiful. That's what I'm saying. It's an ex- extension of like the Ozarks. It's called the Watchdog Mountains. It's spelled like O-U-C-H, some bullshit, you know, some Indian spelling. And it comes down to Eastern American Oklahoma. Uh, it's Indian to me. Okay, well, we're in I'm politically correct podcast.
3: North-
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're from Texas.
3: We're from the Northeast. We don't need our families here. And you say Indian and then yelling at us for that.
0: Uh, I have Indian friends, so I'm allowed to say it. You're not allowed to say it. Only I'm allowed to say it. Okay, I I haven't said it. I said Native American. <laughs> so the eastern Oklahoma is beautiful, though. That's what I'm saying, and no one talks I about doubt, it. No I, one lives I there. This is where Andrew Jackson sent them. Apparently, that's uh yeah, it actually has some really bad history with the Confederacy. If you want to look into that, that's a whole other topic. After the war, a bunch of people from the Confederacy moved out there and tried to create a second uh. Uh, confederacy and started just attacking people to start this respark the civil war
2: but, are we about to go down a this all relates to the cold war
0: again kevin a- and, communism. <laughs> yeah, and communism yeah and yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: well i mean i could probably find a way to relate this to communism i've been
0: oh, trying to i've been trying to get onto like a conspiracy podcast at some point so if this <laughs> is the my segue into that i would love that
3: Oh, we are a big conspiracy podcast, Uh, mainly Cold War conspiracies. Do you want to hear our crazy conspiracy? All right, go. So Notre Dame hasn't been good at football or hasn't won a national championship since the Cold War, specifically since the Berlin Wall fell. This relates into our Lou Holtz as a communist thing. Uh, The Soviet Union was funneling money into Notre Dame, the Catholic University, to create sleeper cells in America. And that's why they were so good at football, because they have the Soviet Union's backing.
0: Unfortunately, I can destroy that argument in two seconds. Yeah, don't. (laughs) Do you want to hear? Do you want to hear? Sure. Yeah, we'll hear it. Russians, uh, their main religion is Eastern Orthodox, which is different from Catholicism. But see,
3: two things. One, the Soviet Union didn't have an official religion. They were anti-religion, actually. So that doesn't really. But also. But why would they support Catholicism, though?
0: Because why would anyone believe
3: a Catholic institution was a communist sleeper cell?
0: Oh, here you go. The Catholicism was the smoke screen yeah, it, it was to smoke distract screen. you. I love that. It, it, the Catholicism was supposed to distract you from everything going on behind closed doors, which, by exactly. the way, the Pope actually supported Nazis. That's a whole other thing we can go into.
3: There, there were other. I'm not Catholic. There were reasons for that. <laughs> All right, we're, we won't get into this. Oh, um, no, the reason was they didn't want the church to be
0: destroyed. That's a terrible reason. I'm not supporting it. I'm not. <laughs> that's a terrible reason. I if saying if that's a bunch of thugs came up and they're like, hey, we're going to destroy your church. I'd be like, well, I, I don't support you. Like,
3: yeah,
2: but
0: OK. It, it yeah, was yeah, more gotta so gotta they were in it. Italy
3: <laughs> and Italy was friends with the Nazis. So they were like, oh, we, exactly. we got to exactly. be nice to
0: them. Catholics, pro-Nazis. It's a whole thing, dude. Wake up. Wake up, sheep.
3: What's worse? The church in the 40s or the church in all of its history diddling kids. Moving on to other coaches. <laughs> as as the only Catholic here. I think
0: Kim is probably getting a little annoyed.
2: Uh, no, it's not that. It's like we are getting so far off track and we're two hours in. What
0: are you talking about? This is perfectly well, on track. I thought this is what it, we were talking about. Kim, remember, this is two episodes.
2: No, I I know that. I'm just simply saying.
0: <laughs> well, you I assume most it. of this is getting cut out. I just assume. Maybe well, no, wrong. I barely cut. No,
2: he, out. Ke- Kevin. Kevin normally keeps all of it in.
0: Okay. Well, I
3: assumed wrong. Apparently, the only time something is cut out is when I say it should be cut out, or Kieran
0: asks me to cut something out. That's mm, the only okay. time. Well, I don't care. You don't have to cut out any of my shit. I stand by everything I say. Okay. Perfect. Um, that's a strong stance today.
3: <laughs> I, you, you also will. want to talk about. Joey McGuire, the associate head coach, going to Texas Tech. I think you said you wanted to talk about that.
0: No. um, We brought it up before the show, but I mentioned I don't know enough about him to really go into it. I know Texas Tech is excited, really excited about that hire for whatever reason. So that kind of makes me think maybe it's a good hire. Apparently, he can recruit pretty well in like DFW and West Texas, which is really all Texas Tech needs um, to do well. So uh, I don't know maybe they'll do well tech is really excited about it
3: i do feel bad for sonny Cumby though because immediately after uh when he was named the interim they're like we're looking for a new coach <laughs> right. i would be i would not if it didn't rely if my next job didn't rely on me winning games i wouldn't try to win a game for them
0: right like oh yeah.
3: i have no chance
0: fuck you he was set up to fail from the beginning yeah it's unfortunate yeah. But...
3: and now sonny Cumby has a new job as the head coach of louisiana tech replacing uh their coach just left who was there oh uh, skip holtz the communist son <laughs> he was, uh, comrade son
0: yes. Yeah. yes uh
3: so uh, Sunday combi to texas tech uh that's really it for the big name coaching changes but now so far we have to talk about oklahoma candidates uh, right now, the top three are Brent Venables, Clemson's defense coordinator, Josh Hoople from Tennessee, their head coach, and Matt Campbell, Iowa State's head coach. Josh Hoople is not taking this job.
0: I don't know why that name is even brought I, up. That's I weird. I don't either. I
3: looked it up. I'm right. not putting that name out there. I'm, I'm just surprised because right, Tennessee right. had a good season. After the shit show that was the McDonald's bags full of money, all their coaches being fired, he went 7-5.
0: And that's his, his first better. season. Why is he leaving? I mean,
3: that's I don't also, get it. Yeah, that's his first season. Also, that's a good – based on the last couple of years, that's a good Tennessee season, regardless yep. of everything else that just happened.
0: Right. And at I, that in 7-5 and five is a miracle. I get why schools, other schools would be interested in him. I just don't understand why he'd leave Tennessee for Oklahoma right now while he's building this program up. Um, I think um, Brent Venables is by far, in a way, the most obvious choice. But Matt Campbell's also a great one. Uh, I just kind of hope he stays at Iowa State. I kind of like him there. So, uh, yeah, I think that's the most obvious choice, though. I don't know who else they're going to go for.
3: I, I saw Mark Stoops also being thrown around just because it's Bob Stoops. Right, son.
0: that makes sense.
3: But Kentucky's been competitive. So, I, I can see him maybe going to Oklahoma just because of the money. But, I mean, he has a pretty good deal in Kentucky. Wins seven or eight games a year, your job's safe. It's a basketball school. They don't care yeah, about football. Yeah, so 100%. Uh, I, I do agree. I think Brent Venables is probably the best. Option. And he
0: was a, a DC at Oklahoma, I believe before Clemson. I think that was his job right before Clemson, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, he was at Oklahoma. He's coached there before. It seems like he's been waiting for a head coaching position. I assume he's been waiting or maybe he just never wants to be one, which is weird. I assume he's been waiting for the right one. Oklahoma. I don't know what else you'd be waiting for. So this
2: as like a a prodigal son sort
0: of moment. That's what I honestly, I think he was just like, well, I'll never get Oklahoma. So I'll just stay DC forever. Then Oklahoma came and he's like, Oh
3: yeah. I mean, (laughs) he's, he's been there since 2012. He he was at Oklahoma right before.
0: Okay. But he's
3: been at Clemson since 2012 as a defense coordinator, linebackers coach. He's been the associate head coach for three years. Why would someone stay as the associate head coach if they're not hoping for another job to come along?
0: I, I, From what I understand, I don't know, maybe this is crazy, but I've heard he's been waiting for Dabo to leave to Alabama whenever Nick leaves. Dabo's this never coming just... to Alabama. Why?
3: The fans would riot. Why? We hate Dabo. Didn't he go to Alabama? Yeah.
0: Why why do you – he's an alumni. (laughs) Freddie Kitchens went to Alabama. I don't fucking want him to be my coach. Okay. So you wouldn't take Dabo if Nick is like, I'm retiring. No. Okay, well, then you're just a dumb fan.
3: No, we don't like – his attitude annoys us. He's not a traditional Alabama coach in terms of his attitude. Uh, It would also be too drastic of a change. And I know Nick Saban doesn't really get his politics involved, but politically it would be too drastic of a change. Because Nick Saban's kind of like, yeah, if we pay players, that's great. Black Lives Matter, all that. Like, I'm okay with players supporting that. Dabo's like, I'm not. I'm retiring if we pay players. I don't want any marchers right. on my team. Shit. And think, also, you Dabo think he would calm down
0: Bama. though if he went to
3: Bama because he no, would know. I think Dabo is as Dabo, but like, he knows
0: what, Bama. That's he went there. Like that's his. Whole he knows. Thing. He knows Bama under Gene Stallings. Either way, this is all just. I don't even know. This would be hypothetical. I just have heard that that might be why he's been sitting and waiting in the wind, kind of being like, I'm going to take over Clemson when Dabo leaves. Dabo Brandon, would also
3: have to pay $12 million.
0: That's all crazy hypothetical because I could see Dabo just being like, why would I ever leave Clemson? I've built up this program. I love it here. Um, so if none of that is accurate, I don't know what else uh, Venables is waiting for. Like this is, this is it. This, this is I the think job. Yeah, I think it's Oklahoma. What else would you wait for? I just don't get it.
3: Also, Davo, another reason Davo will never come to Alabama is his contract. I think it's, he has to pay, I think, 6 or $8 million if he leaves. Unless he leaves for Alabama, then he has to pay $12
0: million. There's
3: no way that's in there. They built it into his contract that if he leaves for Alabama specifically, his buyout is bigger.
0: That's a baller-ass wow. move from Clemson. Because I knew it was like, a
3: possibility when he signed that contract, and then since then, Alabama was like, no, fuck you. Right. For Alabama fans, hashtag never dabbo is a thing.
0: That's just weird. If I'm a Bama fan, I want the best, next best coach after Saban's gone. I don't care about culture or anything else. I want the next guy that's going to win us national championships.
3: I, I can tell you who Alabama fans want. Who? Lane.
0: Kirby Smart? <laughs> No, Lane. I mean, Lane's the big name lane, that, we, that
3: a lot of people talk about.
0: I mean, he's no Dabo. That's my opinion, but we'll see. I think he's I don't a better know. offensive coach. I don't know. I actually, I would disagree, but <laughs> time will tell. <laughs> uh, fair.
3: That was a long tangent, but yeah, I think Brent Venables should be the front runner.
0: Yeah, I think. Everyone agrees on that. I, I don't know who else Oklahoma's looking at, but like I said, Matt Campbell, actually, he makes sense because he's in Iowa. You know, you can recruit up there, but, um, yeah, it's got, <laughs> that's your guy. Go with it. I, I think it'd be electric also if Bob Stoops pulls uh Leonardo
3: DiCaprio slash Jordan Belfort. He's just like, I'm not fucking leaving. I'm, I'm not, not fucking leaving! And just stay. It's just like, you know what, I'm coach. Run it back. Oklahoma would love that, like the fans. I mean, also, Bob Stoops isn't old. Like, he's young enough to come back if he wants. Look, I
0: can talk another hour about this, but why the fuck did Bob Stoops leave in the first place? I don't get it. It There's a couple different theories. One, he fucked up and did some shit, and he had to leave before it got out. Nothing ever came out, though, so I was like, okay, maybe that was wrong. Um, The only other thing I can think of is Oklahoma saying, hey, we're going to lose Lincoln Riley unless you leave, and we want Lincoln Riley because he's the next you, he's young and he's healthy, you know, he's next you. That's the only other thing I can think of is Oklahoma being like, we're asking you to step down now so we can keep Lincoln Riley. Because if you remember, I mean, even when I was at Houston, we were we're interviewing Tom Herman and Lincoln Riley. Like those are the two big names for teams to look at for the next young coaches. I think Oklahoma was worried about losing Lincoln Riley. In hindsight, they probably just should have stuck with Bob. I think part of it also, though, is
3: part of it is what else was there for Bob Stoops to do? I think everyone kind of gets a little antsy in a job. Like, if they've been there too long now, like, they're kind of like, I've been here for a while. Like, I, I I, don't love the day-to-day anymore. I don't love seeing the same people. Yeah, He was I'm there for 17 years, and he won a national championship, 10 Big 12 championships. Eight Big 12. How the fuck do you win 10 Big 12 championships in eight? It doesn't matter. Uh two-time Walter Kant Coach of the Year. Paul Bear Bryant Coach of the Year. Home Depot Coach of the Year Award. Didn't know that was the thing. AP coach of the year. Six time Big Twelve Coach of the Year. Bobby Dodd coach of the year. Disney's wide world of sports spirit of world. Spirit award. I mean, like, what you win the well, that's Disney a Wide award. World of Sports Spirit Award. Like, what what else is there for you to what, do? There's nothing else to
0: do after that.
3: You went to Disney, yeah. you got the award. Let's. Go. I mean, look. He won that in twenty fourteen. Retired two years later. I, I'm just saying. Like, Whoa. I think he realized that was the top of the mountain. That's The Disney Wide today. World of Sports Spirit Award. That's also a kind of a tongue twister. I don't know why they named that so
0: long. <laughs> the Disney Wide World of Sports Spirit Award. I just think of like you getting slimed with the award, like it's a Nickelodeon, <laughs> <Like just laughs> an absurd award. I don't know why that's a thing. Instead of
2: Gatorade bath, it's the slime bath. <laughs> Nick would see you because I think they have a
3: like a trademark on that color of slime. Oh, do they really?
0: There's like that specific that shade. That wouldn't of surprise green, me, but the like the neon green or whatever. I mean, that is the color of slime. slime, I don't, sli- it, and, I like, don't know slime what slime terms. actually is, but it's that, and it's, it's that color. Sh- it's color. <laughs> That's what, that's what it looks like when it comes out. Yeah. Who's the Who's the Nickelodeon CEO? I have no I idea. Why would I know? Yeah. It's it's Brian Robbins. Come,
3: that's just what it is. <laughs> we don't know why it's that color green, but that's what it is.
0: All right. That's why well, his kid
3: looks like the Hulk. I'm guessing. Um. S- speaking of other coaching changes, as we change the topic quickly. Manny Diaz is potentially out at Miami. Uh, we talked about this last week Ralph's like I kind of want your thoughts on this and Lane has said that if he's offered he will take that job.
0: Yeah yeah I've heard that which is another reason why I just I don't I don't like Lane I think he'll just job hop until he I mean it's Alabama or something like if I'm old Miss I'd be so pissed to hear that kind of shit. Um, I'd be like you're coaching an SEC you know team right now yeah, um, you're building something here. Miami, I don't understand, because they've essentially become a Nebraska, but without the good excuse. Nebraska's excuse for why they suck is they left the Big 12, and they cut off the pipeline to Texas. They don't get the Southern recruits anymore. They can't recruit more shit anymore because of that. Miami does not have that excuse. They are located in Miami. I don't know what their problem is, but they remind me of a Nebraska where they just can't, whatever they do, they can't become great again, and... They're in Miami. I don't get it. Throw a fucking rock and you will knock out a three or four star athlete and bring them over to your campus. Hey, you just got a new wide receiver.
3: I I think part of the issue is they just have hired some terrible coaches. I mean, Mark Richt was a not a good hire. He was
0: not a terrible coach. Whoa, easy. No, no, no. That For dude, Miami, when they that dude will him, he never win a you a win. national championship, but he will give you bowl games every single season. I think after fourteen years at Georgia, winning the
3: SEC twice, I think they probably should have known, like, yeah, this, this isn't a great
0: move. That's the thing. You're, you're going to get like seven, eight wins every single year with him. He's not terrible, but you're not going to do anything more than that with him. Yeah. And then
3: Manny Diaz, he's winning games, but it's not great. And then Al golden in 2011, Randy Shannon was fine, but not, he wasn't even good. 28 and 22, Larry Coker, 60 and 15. Like that was a pretty good coach. But since that, like since Jimmy Johnson, they just haven't had like a
0: great coach. And I just don't get it because they're located in Miami. That's just the my that's my main takeaway. I don't understand.
3: And I think that's why they need Lane because he's a fun guy who can kind of bring the swagger Act Who would bring guys from South Beach
0: into the program? For him. Yeah, because where was he before? What was it FAU? Yeah, Florida Atlantic. Yeah. Yeah. So he can regroup. Florida, you can do well there. In, in I just
3: FAU exceeded expectations while he was there. Also, they weren't
0: great, but they did better than expected. Also, who was with him, though? The, the Bryles number two. The son of Bryles. Um, goddamn. What's his name? Art Bryles' son. Fucking. Uh, uh, he was the OC there with him. No? Kendall? Kendall Bryles. Kendall Bryles. Thank you. Kendall Bryles. That dude needs a head coaching job asap he is legit he can put together a fucking offense
3: yeah so lane can put together a good supporting cast around him too which is another reason to bring him to miami yeah uh, but before we have to go because we're at two and a half hours at this point some heisman <laughs> odds we'll just talk about heisman talk real quick uh rossi who do you have winning the heisman i can tell you the odds if you want for the top
0: yeah, y'all go and then I'll tell you why Marcus Jones should have won the Heisman. All
3: right. Bryce Young's currently the odds on favorite. He's a minus two twenty. CJ Stroud is plus four fifty. Matt Corral's plus two thousand. Kenny Pickett's plus two thousand. Aiden Hutchinson is from DE out of Michigan is plus two thousand. And Kenneth Walker is plus two thousand. Bryce Young has has the numbers to back it up behind not great coaching. Uh running it on third and one every single time you're at third and one. The offensive line hasn't been great. He's had 40 touchdowns, four interceptions, and he's had his Heisman moment leading a 97-yard drive in like a minute 30 seconds against a rival to send the game to overtime. Also, I have issue that Aiden Hutchinson's in the finalist odds, but fucking Will Anderson isn't that stupid. Kanan,
0: what are your thoughts on the Heisman? Uh
2: I really I, for my favorite, I really want uh I really want to see Matt Corral win it. I think he's had a great year at uh Ole Miss and um I I think he he, at this point he might be uh it might be doing things a little too late you know too little too late because he had a great start to the season and he's kind of uh not not tapered off but more plateaued towards the middle of the season I would have liked to have him have seen uh produce a little bit more but uh I I think I, I think he's a good running
3: yeah I think his issue was he had like one or two not great games like he didn't do well against Alabama, yeah. and then I think the week after he also struggled a little bit and then since then he's back to about his production prior to that but it it's not enough those two games are gonna tank you every time right but i, I don't know i I just don't like how the Heisman is kind of ignoring defensive players I think
2: uh, well I'm, I'm not- I, on one of the one of the uh, I think according to FanDuel, Aiden Hutchinson, the defensive end from Michigan is plus two thousand.
3: Yeah, he, he is. I I mean Will Anderson's having arguably as good of, if not a better, year. So and I don't know. Will Anderson's just getting disrespected left and right. He's not a Butkus Award finalist. He's not a best defensive player in the country finalist. It's it's ridiculous. People are just sick of giving Alabama awards while Alabama trots out one of the best teams in the country every year. It's annoying.
2: Yeah. What are your thoughts, Kevin?
3: I just gave my thoughts.
2: No. Well, I thought you meant like you'd have a better, you like you have a front runner.
3: Yeah, Bryce Young is the front. Runner.
2: Well, yeah, whatever. And he should be. He has the best season.
3: All right, Ralph, Who's the Heisman? Kevin. What? Oh, I'm sorry that you're sick of seeing Alabama win every award while having the best players in the country. Every
0: year. <laughs> you're damn right Jesus. I am. Yeah, it is annoying. They,
3: they got robbed last year with the Graza Award. Will Ray Shard should have won it, but they gave it to the kicker out of Miami.
2: I oh, mean, boo-hoo. Did somebody not win a national championship?
0: <laughs> no, we did win a national championship. Hey, yeah, listen to your coach challenge. and just be happy with what you get. Yo, oh, I'm not
3: complaining about the team 100. on the field right now. I'm complaining about the people who vote <laughs> for
0: awards. <laughs> um, Yeah, this is a really weird year for the Heisman. Can we all just admit that this yeah, is, it is such a weird year? All, all around. I mean, we're looking at a, a Georgia... Michigan Cincinnati Oklahoma State possibly potentially playoff right uh, there's no clear front runner for the Heisman um, and we could have a Heisman that's not in the playoffs the whole weird, the whole year has just been very strange maybe it's because it's the first year back where we get like the full season again so because of that <laughs> that's why we need the cornerback corner not quarterback from the university of Houston, Marcus Jones to win the Heisman. We got to give him some respect. Nobody's talking about him. He is first in the nation this season for interceptions. He has been just absolutely lighting it up, not to mention um, his kick returns for touchdowns. He is also leading the nation in that with four so nobody kicks to him anymore because he just keeps running them back. I think he uh, he has nine for his college career, which is leading. I think that's an NCAA na- uh, record now. The dude is just a stud, absolutely raw. If you throw anything near him, he is going to get it into to his hands and run it back for a touchdown. That guy is a freak. So watch the Cincinnati game versus Houston and look for Marcus Jones. He should have won the Heisman this year. He won't. No one's talking about him, but he is a freak athlete, and he's done more for Houston. Because, I mean, Heisman's the MVP, right? It's the most valuable player. Uh, He has saved Houston so many times. I mean, he's the most valuable player on the team. So I love Marcus Jones. Look out for him. I guarantee Cincinnati will not kick to him. I I would put money on that right now. Do you remember the SMU-Houston game? yes. Oh, it was close. And then they yep. kicked it to Marcus Jones and he fucking ran it right back. That's what he does. Cincinnati will not kick it to this kid. Watch Marcus Jones. Dude has been overlooked by everybody. He's a freak athlete.
3: Uh, this, that would also be two first, by the way, if Marcus Jones manages to pull it out, this would be the first purely defense. I know he's a return man, but mainly defensive player to win the award and right. the first group of five player
0: to win the award. That's what uh, I mean. Yeah. Because we Houston did have a Heisman winner, Andre Ware, but we were in the Southwest Conference at the time, so yeah, it's
3: it not technically right. A little different,
0: so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he's he's a stud, so look out for him. Watch him um, in the game.
3: Yeah, so there's our our mega episode that I have to f- figure out a break into two. Uh, so yeah, look for. <laughs> Marcus Jones and Matt. Cur- oh wait, Matt Corral is not playing soon. Check out Matt Corral's bowl game. Check out Bryce Young in the SEC championship and the cultural playoffs. I'm going to speak into existence. Alabama's going to get in. Nope. Stop it. Stop it. You. <laughs> uh, thank you for joining us on this long wild ride. Rattlesnake. Thank you for hopping on again. We've missed you, bud.
0: I warned you when I came on. I said, I've just been itching to just rant about college football. And I could do it for another two and a half hours.
3: Yeah, when you said that, I was like, oh, cool. And then I remembered how many topics you had to cover. I was like, oh no, this is gonna be terrible. Right. I mean just you know, for how I, many
0: topics there were. Yeah.
3: This this would have been a long episode, regardless. Uh <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Yeats. Check out yeatsofficial.com, buy some great sunglasses, promo code tailgate for 10% off your order. And have a fun weekend, and don't drink too much. At least don't drive if you do.
0: Yeah, and I fucking yeah, love Yeats. I mean, look at this. Boom, boom. Oh, I love, I love Yeats. They are awesome. Mm-hmm. Definitely, anybody that hasn't got them yet, it's like pit vipers. If you're not a douchebag,
2: <laughs>
0: it's fair.
3: I think that's that might be the best endorsement <laughs> that they've heard. <laughs> Rossnick, where can the people find you? Where can they follow yeah, you? Yeah,
0: so uh, personally, I'm always on Twitter talking shit about college football. So if you're a college football fan, follow me at uh, Chairgaten Tex. Even though know, I'm about to move out of Texas, uh, whole thing, it's going to be weird. But I'm always on Twitter talking college football, college basketball, any kind of sports that involve college, and NASCAR. I'm the host of the NASCAR podcast Chairgaten, which is over here at Belly of Sports. One of the uh, one of the OGs, by the way. We, uh, you know, right, Kev? I mean, I've, I've seen so I, many come in and out.
3: I think you've Chairgain's been here since I got here,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Because you were here me before me, here. I've, I've been here for like three years now,
0: yeah. So, I've seen I so just many actually, come in and out, and it's yeah, yeah it's been but, wild. So, I love getting to talk with some of the OGs from Belly Up. Um, yeah, check us out if you if you happen to like NASCAR, which is probably not many of your audience.
3: (laughs) I mean, college football, NASCAR, that there's a significant overlap. Yeah. You
0: went to Alabama. So, I mean, that's yeah. I mean, maybe not the Penn state fans, but the Alabama fans, I could see,
3: I would love to come on your podcast, but I don't know enough about college or about NASCAR. I would just, my entire contribution. That would be race. Hell praise Dale. Right.
0: Which is, I, I get it. It's tough. It's tough for, for us to get random guests on because not many people watch it. Um, but yeah, so check it out. If y'all are NASCAR fans, it's uh, Chair Chairgating. We're still doing shit. It's offseason. We're keeping it alive. But I'm just happy to get to come on here and talk college football. I love it. Exactly. Perfect. And you can find us
3: at Quad Tailgate on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, actually. And give us a follow. Please rate this podcast i hate asking you to do that but please do it it helps
0: us out you gotta do it they don't understand the listeners don't get it it's so important it it's it helps so much more than it i mean really i appreciate does. the listens
3: too but yeah it helps a lot a and uh, have a good nothing night crack. day you Never look
1: back. In, and Want a vocal booth? And it's this new deal. Busting raps for some gold on my body, off my body, off colours Rossi. I'm sloppy. I treat my luxury scraper like a Bugatti. Lady, daddy, she like the party off Molly Bacardi. Let her get naughty. your hottie up in the lobby. She She said, "Forty water." Were you about to be? I said, "Follow me, follow me, follow me, bitch." Room two twenty three. You got to pay me, you pay me no attention. That's how be when you're born and raised in the V or the Cali, Silicon Valley.
2: Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here.